Hey everybody and welcome back to another episode of Funeral Boss Inc. Podcast. Today's episode is called I Need His Gold Teeth and it's a story about a family that I helped a while back and it has to do with gold teeth. But before we get into that topic, out of curiosity, I had googled um, Mortician Pond's gold teeth to see what would pop up and to my surprise, a few different uh, incidents had popped up on Google with the, the news articles that were published and my mouth dropped. I thought, wow, this is something that's happened one too many times. And the story that stuck out to me was a story of an embalmer in Colorado. Back in 2012, he got busted for pawning up to 20 gold teeth at the pawn shops in his area. And at the time, the pawn shops were paying about $1,800 per ounce for gold. So he made out with cashing in about eight ounces worth of gold. So it had a combination of the gold teeth he had stolen and also jewelry that he had stole from the decedents. So I think, I don't know, there's a lot of things that could be frowned upon, but this is definitely one of them. And I just think it's so heartbreaking to think that someone's even capable of doing something like that. Um, at the time, uh, I think he was charged and um, I'm guessing maybe served some time or was put on prob probation. They didn't really kind of specify, but imagine the humiliation of the funeral home that he worked for, right? Because, you know, it, 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 he was one bad seat in the bunch. It didn't mean the whole location was bad. I mean, I'm sure the owner probably didn't even know what the heck was going on, but what a way to betray trust, right? Um, they even at one point, the guy had made a, a, a statement saying, I didn't steal them. I found them in the trash uh, behind the funeral home. He was like, come on, you clown. You know, you know, he did that. And it just was so I'm really wondering what this guy is up to today. I highly doubt he is in the funeral business. If he is, uh, don't let me find him. <laughs> but if you guys are curious, check out the articles on Google. It's insane. They're the perfect example of what not to do. So let's get into the story um, about this family that I served. So um, I had a wife that came in to make arrangements for her husband who passed away. So there was a lot of first, uh, first encounters, so to say, on situations for me with this family. So the first time I had ever encountered somebody who had passed away in a prison. I never had helped a family with a case like this before. So, and he didn't just pass away. He actually was um, murdered in prison. So that was new. Um, he was up north. So what we had to do was arrange for a driver to drive up a couple hours north, pick him up from the coroner's there and bring him back into our care. The other first for me with this family was, um, you know, this wife, she you could really tell she adored her husband she loved him um you know of course you, you sit across spouses all the time and you know that they were loved but she was genuinely devastated you know that she lost her husband she was so emotional um cried probably most of the time making arrangements and it was really sad you know to just watch her go through this and um i didn't know why he was in prison you know i I didn't know his story, but she did share with me what happened. So um, when she made his arrangements, she had shared with me that nobody would be attending the funeral, that she was planning this service, but it was only going to be her in attendance. So I thought that was interesting because when a family comes in to make arrangements, I can't tell you how many times they would be kind of, you know, 
beyond themselves trying to figure out did we tell this person did we tell that person they always wanted to make sure they notified everyone because they would feel so bad if they had forgotten to tell somebody who couldn't make it to pay respects um you know they'd go as far as emailing people calling people putting the notices in the paper to make sure everybody was aware of the passing so they could attend this funeral but she shared you know nobody will be coming to this funeral and I, you know, I, I just kind of listened to her and I said, yeah, I'm really sorry. Are you going to be okay doing this by yourself? And she said, she kind of just shook her head and she said, you know, I've been doing a lot by myself for years. So she went on to tell me the story of why her husband was in prison. So, um, her husband had been, um, uh, been in the service and he had went off to Vietnam. So Um, I think you guys have heard so many different stories where, you know, um, soldiers who went off to war come back with post-traumatic stress and he never was treated for that. And he dealt with a lot of mental issues and through thick and thin, she stuck by his side. But this is where his mental health kind of took a really dark turn. And together they had a daughter and their daughter lived with him and they had a grandson and they had lived right down the street from the school so the grandson was about to get out of school and the daughter went walking to go pick up her son so while she was walking to pick up her son this gentleman for whatever reason something in his mind just snapped and made him feel like he was in the middle of a battlefield he had flipped the couch over he in his mind was in the trenches at war in vietnam so the daughter picks up her son she's walking back home they're walking up the steps they open the front door and there he is in pretty much his war zone mentality and he shoots and kills them both and the wife is telling me this and i'm just like oh my gosh like there's just sometimes you guys you just have no words you know how do you you even respond to hearing a story like this you know and even though he had killed them both he was taken to jail he went through trial and he was found guilty you know his mental health wasn't put into that scenario it was just he was guilty and he was going to be in prison for the rest of his life so her family didn't like that she stuck by her husband you know they felt it was wrong of her and you know I can't imagine how torn she felt you know here she lost her daughter her grandson and her husband that day and one of the requests that she had was you know that she wanted us to remove the gold teeth from the bottom and from his bottom teeth she said he had four gold teeth at the bottom and she wanted them removed because she wanted to keep them and so already hearing this crazy story of this poor family everything they've been through now i get this crazy request of this lady wanting us to remove the teeth right so i remember calling the coroner because he was still up there in their care at the time and asking them because they were going to be doing an autopsy is there any way they would remove the teeth and the the coroner person kind of laughed at me on the phone they said no we don't remove teeth and I, I said okay i'm just asking i wasn't sure i'm sorry this is the first for me i've never had this request and they said well good luck to you for that so 
course we get our embalmer once he's in our care our embalmer looks and i asked hey can you do me a favor can you check does he have gold teeth and bomber checks yep he has gold teeth i said okay are we able to remove the gold teeth and the embalmer looks at me and says no we cannot remove gold teeth i don't know guys if things have changed since then this was some years back um have you ever had a request to remove gold teeth can you remove gold teeth remove gold teeth where you're located i don't think it's allowed um you would love to hear you know otherwise but having to relay that news back to the wife that you know that i'm sorry but that's something we can't do just did not sit well with her she wouldn't take no for an answer um she got very upset and she said no i need his gold teeth you don't understand i need his gold teeth so in my mind i'm thinking why does she need them so bad i mean does she find value in them was it his request for her to have them was it her way of getting back at him some way to take all these gold teeth i had no clue um you know eventually she kind of let it go i think she's seen okay they're not going to do this for me um but this is where it takes a turn so the night of the visitation again we had set up this beautiful you know chapel for her he's there he's dressed in the clothes she brought for him flowers are there um she walks in she looks beautiful she's dressed up uh, i walk her into the chapel and i put a chair next to his casket and she's sitting there with him and um i'm up front just kind of sitting at the desk making sure in case she needs anything i'm right outside the door and i something told me to just peek in check on her so probably about 40 minutes in I, I opened the back chapel door and I peeked in to my surprise this lady is standing over him with a pair of pliers and she's ripping the gold teeth out of his mouth <laughs> I kid you not I am not making this up she is ripping the gold teeth out of his mouth so she came prepared she brought in a pair of scissors she had this large like metal it looked like a nail file type tool and she had pried his mouth open just enough to be able to remove the teeth so he didn't have a mouth former um you know there's a there's a piece called a mouth former that we would use in cases where maybe they had worn dentures and stuff he had his full set of teeth so she just had to get past the tying of the mouse, you know, the embalmer had set. And she did. And she had a little white napkin with her. And I just remember looking down and seeing, I had just came in when she pulled the last tooth out. And they looked disgusting. They didn't look like these, you're picturing gold teeth, you know, you think these beautiful gold shiny teeth. No, these things were gross. They looked like they were full of plaque. I don't know. I don't know what she was going to get for these teeth. I don't know if she was just going to keep them at home. I didn't even want to ask questions after that. And she just said, you know, you guys couldn't help me. So I had to do this myself. And I thought, okay, yeah, lady, make us the bad guy. Sure. You know, sorry that you felt you had to tear the teeth out of his mouth. But that's what she did, you guys. She needed the gold teeth and she got them. I've never had had another family since request gold teeth. Um, I've never will request their gold teeth be removed. Uh, wondering, have any of you guys ever dealt with that? Make sure to share your story if, on Instagram as we post our episodes. Comment below. Have you ever had a family who wanted the gold teeth 
Were you able to give them back? Are you not allowed to give them back? Let us know your thoughts, guys. (laughs) Tune in next week for another episode. Have a great rest of the week.